This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man child, Johnny Carlick. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub! And Wubba-lubba-dub-dub is right, because this is the main podcast this Woo! week for the Rick and Johnny podcast. If you have not already, check out our second full-length podcast. We reviewed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. But Johnny, before we get into everything, before I tell them what topics that they are going to hear, yes. you have a special announcement for everyone. Yes, um, you should be following me at War Machine 9085 for on now Twitter. on Twitter for now the hashtag Adventures with Groot. I've uh, been taking pictures ev- everywhere I go with baby Groot. Um, follow us along. Just kind of doing some cool stuff like going to Pop Ellie's Subway. Don't don't know. Do we know which one Groot likes better, Pop Bellies or Subway? Uh, not too much. Has, yet. has he, he told you? Not yet, but he did get the cookie from Subway, so yes. that might teeter it. He did. He was also. Uh, you had to tell him to buckle up too. You had to tell him buckle well. up. Uh, a few other little things we've been doing so far. So follow me at Twitter at War Machine ninety eighty five and check out hashtag Adventures with Groot. And it's a great thing. I love. I love seeing the pictures with Johnny and Groot. But this this week on the Rick and Johnny podcast. We're kind of having a Marvel DC, kind of a Marvel DC show. Yes. We're looking at two Marvel topics, one DC topic. We're going to look at the Defenders. We get the first trailer for that. We're going to react to it. Wonder Woman. Can Wonder Woman save the DCEU? Haven't fully talked about that movie. No, not And yet. it being the savior for an already struggling extended universe for DC Comics. And then we're going to look at, we talked about it briefly in our Guardians 2 reaction, but we are going to look at Adam Warlock. He is coming to the MCU. What is that going to mean for the MCU moving forward? But Johnny, let's talk about the Defenders. Let's look at that first. And this trailer, the first thing I liked when I saw it Mm -hmm. was, yes, they all come together. It looks like Stick is going to be kind of like the master splinter to their Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. But the thing that I liked is it looks like Daredevil and Jessica Jones are going to have a side story, and Luke Cage and Iron Fist are going to have... It's like they're going to separate, but then come, come together. together. yeah. And with me, I was watching when it was the Luke, and Luke Cage and Iron Fist part. It kind of had, when they were actually like buddy-buddy, it kind of... I was like, okay, they're going to have that kind of chemistry of like... Heroes for hire kind of a thing. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I'm excited for that because, yeah, you got the two of them. Mm -hmm. You got a little fight scene between them. Oh, yeah. What's with the, why can't you be hurt? What's with the glowing hand? And then it's just, the thing that I liked is what's with the glowing hand? You just see, boom, and just the slow-mo shot through Luke Cage to where, I don't know if he broke Luke Cage's jaw, but. But it had to hurt. That's probably the strongest punch that, uh. Luke Cage has obviously felt in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then really it kind of just links them all together with it looks like Jessica Jones and Daredevil are going to have their thing. Like they had there was a little scene where they had the snarky comments going mm-hmm. back and forth. You look like an idiot. Nice scarf kind of a it's thing. It's your scarf. And he like because he just had it pulled. Right over his over face, his yeah. Face, kind of like how Daredevil does. Mm-hmm. Hides um, his face. Just hides his face. The top half. But he can't see. Um, doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. But it. this is, to me, I love what the Netflix side of things are doing. 
I, yeah. I love it. I love Daredevil. Love Jessica Jones. Right now, I'm in the middle of Luke Cage. I'm loving it so far. Although Dave tells me that eventually that's going to turn and go the other way because I guess Dave didn't like Luke Cage that much. But I really like what they're doing here on the Netflix side of things. Yeah. And also, they kind of teased they're bringing someone back for this one, someone we haven't seen since Daredevil Season 2. Ooh, really? And that's Elektra. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know what? Um, I will have to disagree with Dave, for okay. one. Um, I enjoyed Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I enjoyed Luke Cage. I enjoyed Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and I enjoyed Iron Fist. Okay. They were all great. I love how they're doing. They're tying their own. They're doing their own thing, mm-hmm. but they don't forget to tie it in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, they like can, in Daredevil, they made like a Hulk reference. They did the same thing in Luke Cage. Yeah. Um, they make references to the real the cinematic mm-hmm. universe all the time. They don't just like, oh, this is this thing and this is this thing. No, it's it's great that it's all tied in, but I really like how what Netflix is doing in general. Just because now we're finally getting those four heroes that. Some people knew were a group themselves. Mm-hmm. I was we talked about it a long time ago before we even started the podcast. Yeah, we were talking about potential of a heroes for hire when we heard, mm-hmm. oh, there's going to be a Luke Cage, there's going to be an Iron Fist. Well, yeah, because that's what the two of them were. Even like the, we had cartoons of like with the Avengers, but it was like, oh, when you saw Luke Cage and Iron Fist, oh, that's the heroes for hire. Exactly. So I mean, that was kind of cool. Now that at least for this one, we get a vibe of mm-hmm. heroes for hire. And I'm excited to see because it comes out this summer. Yes, it comes out very soon. Um, and to me, I'm more excited about the the. I, I thought it was a softball I was lobbing up for you, but Electra coming back. Yes, because to me, completely sidetracked. That from her. was well. That was one of the big things with Daredevil season two. Was everything happens with her happens with the secret ninja society the hand. that was going the hand that was going on. In um, Daredevil Season 2, and it looks like we're going to kind of get a two-prong front. It looks like, to me, the two villains of this mm-hmm. are going to be um, the Electra part of it. But also, we have seen, we saw very briefly, um, Sig- Sigourney Weaver, I believe. I, I can never say her first name Sigourney. right. Sigourney. Sigourney Weaver is playing um, Alexandra Reed. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, this is nothing from the comics, just from what I've seen in the trailer. But she says the line of the more connections you have, it's something along the lines of the more connections you have, the easier you are to defeat or be defeated or be divided. To break, divided. Yeah. And that to me is like, oh, that's the villain. Yeah. Because obviously. That's a really villain thing to say. They're saying like, oh, well, if you guys are all friends and together, it will be easier to defeat you. Because you have this bond to each other. So it'll be easy. It'll be interesting to see we have Electra coming back. That'll mm-hmm. probably play into the Daredevil storyline a little bit. But having this almost like kingpin female figure yeah. as our main villain prota- antagonist, I should say. Yeah, antagonist. Yeah, not the protagonist, the antagonist. Yes. And having it to where kind of like kingpin in Daredevil where... Yeah, Kingpin in some, like, at the end of the season, and he did get his hands dirty in the season, but most of the times it was, he was a mob boss. Mm-hmm. He would send other people to do his dirty work. Yeah, exactly. And um, 
I'm honestly not familiar of her mm-hmm. read in any of the comic book senses. It looks like my from my own interpretation, this might be I I'm pretty sure this is something where they're kind of going off on their own a little bit. Yeah. And kind of making someone there because really to me, I thought the main threat right away was when I saw Electra, I'm like, oh, boom, she's it. She's the villain. And then I see Weaver and I'm like, huh, I guess there's going to be maybe she's controlling the side of Electra or maybe there's hers and then Electra and the hand are their own separate thing. And it's kind of a two-prong attack. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to say. Without mm-hmm. trying, without putting too many spoilers yeah. in there, because I know you, there's some stuff you still need to get uh-huh. caught up on, and I don't want to ruin it for them. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be the hand as mm-hmm. one of them, and then there's going to be Reed on the other side of it. Because the hand, mm-hmm. we have a few of them that deal with it. You know Daredevil does. Yes. And there's other one or two other characters that deal with the hand as well. Which I'm going to just throw it out there, and this could be a spoiler because, you know, I Iron Fist he yeah. deals with it, right? Yes. Yeah. See, I totally, I thought that he. Had I didn't want to ruin it for you if you didn't no, have any no, idea I, of that, but. It's a guess that I had that he's going to be dealing yeah. with the hand in his. I team. mean, martial arts, martial arts, the hand. Yeah. The two guys that do martial arts are dealing with the hand. The thing that I'm going to be interested to see is how they wrap in the two villains. Yeah. Because is it going to be, because what it looks like to me is this is what I said before. It's going to be. We separate the two. We have Luke Cage and Iron Fist over here. We have Daredevil and Jessica Jones when they first meet. And then the four Stick kind of brings the four of them together. See, oh, I'm questioning the one thing. Does Stick really bring them together? Because it sounds like he's being very cocky about it. Well, that's just Stick in I general. I know. But I'm saying he. the only thing that he kind of says, says that kind of is almost a motivation mm-hmm. is he describes them all. Um, there's... Daredevil, the Devil of Hell's, Hell's kitchen, kitchen, the guy with the unbreakable skin, um, the young, what Danny Rand he called him like the young Iron. Or the he young, calls himself the immortal Iron Fist. He says the kid with the glowing the hand. The kid with the glowing hand, and, and then, then describes Jessica Jones as the, the cocky detective. detective. And it's like, okay, I have this ragtag group of people. How the hell are you guys supposed to fight this war coming to Hell's Kitchen? Mm-hmm. I could see it because he also in Daredevil he never believed he never believed in Murdoch. Never believed in anyone. Never believed except in Murdoch. himself. Yeah, never believed. Even in then, Murdoch I question that. <laughs> and I kind of feel like that that's the one that I don't know exactly. Them because yeah. you're right. It kind of sounds like he's. It could be one where they all meet. Yeah, and then stick is there like fuck. You guys need a leader. You guys need someone to direct you guys because on your own you can't do this. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm here to help kind of a thing. Where he's, he's like their Nick Fury. Kind of. <laughs> very, I would don't want to say stubborn, but I want to say kind of an ass. Yeah. Kind of an ass who's blind as well and can't see. I love Stick. I do. I love the character of Stick, especially as well. in the uh, in the comics, but I will, it's, I can't wait to see this because I want to see the two sides because they set it up in the trailer. Like I've mentioned now, this is the third time, Luke Cage and Danny Rand, how they react and interact with themselves. Yeah. Murdoch coming in and saying, don't say don't anything, anything Miss Jones. Um, who are you? Oh, I'm your attorney. Yeah. And boom, that's how those two side, those two kind of meet. And I wonder if it's going to be a thing where, because you have Hell's Kitchen, 
Danny Rand's in a different part, Jixley Jones in a different part, and um, Luke Cage is in Harlem. Where exactly in New York is this going to take place? Yeah. Is it going to be one central location? Is Jones and Daredevil going to be over here at first, Rand and Luke Cage here before they eventually do do that meetup? I can't wait for this series to hit Netflix. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to see how these heroes that we already have interact together. Yeah. And this is where I'll kind of throw it to you. Any last things from this, from this trailer that you're that you think we haven't hit yet or anything that you're speculating that we could see, maybe about the hand and the villains as well? No, the one thing I'm going to say is I'm ex- I'm intrigued and excited to see this. This is another like new this is a mm-hmm. new group we're pushing together now from Marvel. Yeah. And it's way more ragtag than anyone else has been mm-hmm. so far. But the cool part is like you said, maybe we'll have two and two and then eventually they'll go together. Yeah. Um but at least what we know is that we have this four prong group of just a kind of misfits in general with one person in common, Claire mm-hmm. Temple. Yeah. So I feel like she, to mention her. I, I feel like she's going to be a pivotal thing in pulling everyone together. Well, because she's basically because she, she pulls Luke Cage and Iron Fist together, where she's even like, "You guys are on the same side." Yeah, Stop you see it. So, yeah, exactly. Where she's, he's like, "I am the immortal Iron Fist." Like, she, yeah, he's a little still a little full of himself. It's like you are on the same side. Yeah. Jerk faces, you're on the same side, work together. <laughs> exactly. She's like one of the voices of reason in this series. Mm-hmm. These yeah. series. Which and is interesting because she's we know she has the she's in Luke Cage and she um reacts with him, but she also has reacted with um with Jessica Daredevil Jones. and Jessica Jones as yeah. well. She's basically everyone's nurse. Yeah, she's a nurse of superheroes. If you come if you're gonna go to if you're gonna go to the hospital, she's gonna be there. And she's going to be your nurse. But the last thing I want to throw out here. Okay. And I had to look up on my phone really quick. The um, Inhumans, which is also coming out because that's the only one that I was unsure about. Has this Netflix group. Yes. The Defenders, basically. has this, Is this the reason and their success been the reason why we are seeing we're going to get Marvel Runaways? That's going to be on Hulu. We're going to see Cloak and Dagger. That's going to be on Freeform. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Inhumans, which I believe is going to be on something other than Netflix. It's going to be a TV series, not on Netflix. It will be on, um, I can't even see here on Internet Movie Database. I don't think it's going to be on Netflix, though. Because of this success, is that why we're seeing Hulu getting one, Freeform getting one, someone else getting one, and them all not being on Netflix. Um, you know what? I think part of that has to do with that. Part of it has to do with agents that don't forget. There's agents of Shield out there, and, and yeah, Agent I, Carter. Yeah, Agent Carter was mm-hmm. a show for a while, and yeah, <laughs> I honestly, Johnny, forgot. It was there. It was. There. I forgot it about happened. it for a while. Um, <laughs> that's the thing is, mm-hmm. yeah, they all had um. There are a bunch of these shows out, and I'll say, for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it was slow going in the beginning. They've hit a pretty good stride at this mm-hmm. point, so if anyone hasn't seen it, I recommend it. Um, just and Inhumans will be on through ABC. The and with the, yeah, that's ABC. That's it's going to be on ABC yeah. because it branches off of Agents mm-hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So, so we have the television, we have Hulu, we have the Freeform is getting Cloak and Dagger. That was the one to me where it's like, what, Freeform? Yeah. Freeform is going to get I think one. that's a branch off of ABC. Is that because of, though, 
The Netflix thing? Because I was kind of thinking that, and I almost wanted to bring that up as its own topic, but I wanted to throw it in at the end of this one because I was kind of sitting there going, I think it's kind of weird that Marvel doesn't go, nope, we're just going to put, except for like, because you bring up the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's yeah. interesting because I never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I didn't even think about it. So having that, but to me, more of it like, huh, why would you have, why would you have this Marvel thing on Hulu and not just put it on Netflix. Yeah. I think they're getting a little bit more uh, bold and more like, hey, you know what? And I think it actually will work. They have Cloak and Dagger. Mm-hmm. I really don't know a lot about him. We know him from that Spider-Man cartoon, yeah. uh, the more recent one. The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's like, well, I really don't know Cloak and Dagger, but the Marvel name is going to be right on there. So so it'll force fans like us to check out Freeform, to check to out To at Hulu. least check it out. Yeah, I mean, Freeform is just a branch off of ABC, so yeah. you're just going to, like, I think it was it used to be called ABC Family, mm-hmm. and they changed it just name-wise. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it's just branching itself off of other stuff. So I'm actually interested to see what's going on. I mean, maybe it's going to be great, maybe it's mm-hmm. not, but at least we all know. Marvel fans are going to check it out because it's got that Marvel branding on well, it. Well, and plus, if you love the characters and you know the characters, you're going to check it out that because too. you have that connection to them. Kind of like how we talked last week when we looked at our top five that too. Marvel heroes. But this is where you guys come in. I want you guys to let us know down below. If you've seen the trailer, let us know what you think. If you haven't, it's going to be down below in the description. Then kind of that last question is, is the Defender characters kind of the reason why we're seeing a branch off into different networks and different internet services getting marvel tv series let us know down below in the comment section but johnny we got to move on into our next topic this is a topic that is uh a little near and dear to me yeah one movie that we watched this past friday was guardians of the galaxy yep and a month from now we're going to be watching a movie for my side of the comic book world in dc comics in Wonder Woman. June 2nd is when it comes out. Mm-hmm. We got a little under a month now until it does. And the main question we're going to ask today is because we've already had the discussion of what's wrong with, with the, the DCEU, DCEU, with the extended universe for DC. We've talked about Nightwing. Is there enough space for him in the DCEU? Well, today we're talking about can Wonder Woman save the DCEU. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up today was it was a comment that Dave made to us. And I want to say it was the night we were going to see Guardians of the Galaxy. He made the comment of, you know what? Wonder Woman has to, it has to nail, has to be a box seller, has to be an amazing movie because if it flops... It could be, well, he said, he kind of made it sound like it could be the death of the ECEU yeah. in that sense. And now, with me, I think the DCEU has two chances to really save itself. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and Justice League. Yeah. However, if Wonder Woman flops, how many people are going to want to go see Justice League? Exactly. And that's the kind of conundrum that we're in with this. I am on the side of, I think, it's not just me being optimistic. I think Wonder Woman can save the DCEU. Yeah, you know what? Um, It's kind of a, and I'm 
the Marvel guy, so it doesn't is not like it pertain hitting me as hard as it's probably hitting you because this yeah. is your your this because is your because it, it flops your company wins exactly. Now, yeah. I mean it, we're 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 winning, but we we win <laughs> even easier. Yeah. But the thing is, I I'm hoping DC does well, and the thing mm-hmm. with that is, it's kind of a three strikes and you're out type thing. Yeah. Um, just the, what was the Batman versus Superman? Mm-hmm. I know you hated, hated it. it. I thought it was okay. Couldn't I guess there was too much. Could it, not stand there's it. There's too much stuff to it. Honestly, the plot point was, and we just talked about a great story. Yeah. In Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah. Think of, think of the ego, the living planet storyline. Yeah. Now think of the storyline and the big plot twist for. Batman v Superman. Oh, I know. I, it was, I'm not going to argue that. Your mom's name is Martha? My mom's name is Martha. Oh, we have the same mom with the same name. Who would have thunk? Come on. Yeah. Really? The, I know. The thing with... Really? The biggest thing is, I mean, I didn't, I'm not... It doesn't hit me as hard as you. you yeah. You're more of the DC fan. You know Especially more about Batman. the comics. Don't... Don't... And pardon my language. Don't fuck with Batman. Exactly. You're fucking with Batman. You're fucking with me, Johnny. That's how we gonna do it here. That's how we do it here on the Rick and Johnny podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna go... I'm all, walking here. I'm gonna go all Italian gangster style on you. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with Batman. That's how we do. As we say in That's Brooklyn. That's how we do. It's how we do in Brooklyn. <laughs> Ricky, as we say in Brooklyn, I'm, I'm walking, walking here. here. But... And that's exactly it. And the th- reason why, and I'm glad you brought up Batman v Superman. Yeah. The reason why I think that Wonder Woman can save the DCEU is because what was the glaring positive from Batman v Superman? Wonder Woman. It was Wonder Woman. It yeah. was Gadot. Gal Gadot. I hope I'm saying that last name right. Gal Gadot. I hope ah, she was so good in that. She was. It was one of those things where I'm like, yeah, that's Diana. Yeah. That is Wonder Woman. And she fits. With this moving over, this we're kind of doing a little bit of kind of like what Guardians did in a sense. Where Guardians storyline for volume two wasn't the exact like it wasn't happening as everything that we have seen so far leading up to it. It was only two months after the first Guardians. Yes. Well, this is kind of in that sense. This Wonder Woman movie is happening. Well before Batman v Superman, Bat- well 1940s. Man of Steel. Yeah, it's the World War One. I, I want to say two. No, World War Two. You're right, and that's the timeline we're in. But I think that Wonder Woman can save the DCEU because of her performance in Batman v Superman and what I've seen from her so far. And by the way, I forgot to shamelessly plug this at the beginning. The a graphic conversations coming back later this month. The I want to say it's the Friday before um, the Wonder Woman movie. Mark I and hopefully Johnny will join us for the first episode of a graphic conversation season two. We're going to be reading a graphic novel from Wonder Woman. Go and check out the schedule. I'll post it on Twitter and leave the schedule down below in the description. But yeah, the main reason why I think she can save this universe. Mm-hmm. Is because of what I've seen so far from her in Batman v Superman. Because she was one of the only bright spots in that giant turd, which was BVS. Yeah, well, like I was saying earlier, though, too, is... Well, you you, didn't think it was a giant turd? No. Because I thought it was. Three strikes. Okay. So, I mean, strike one, Batman v Superman, strike Strike two, two, Suicide Suicide Squad. Squad. So, I mean, it's hit or miss. This is your hit or miss. Mm -hmm. You You don't get to bat again. Well, and that's a th- so, like, and no, I'm gonna say though, I do think it could do really well. So far, the mm-hmm. movie looks great, 
But the problem, the only problem I say with that is they're even making sh- Aquaman look badass, and that's hard. They are, yeah, it that's is. hard to make Aquaman, the kind of butt of everyone's jokes, look badass. The only way he's, the only way I accept him is if he's the lo- the bearded, long haired guy <laughs> who eventually gets his hand cut so off. So Jason Momoa, Momoa, yeah, yeah, just the the um, who gets his hand cut off and he's got the little Triton thing yeah. in his hand. Yeah, that's the only way I accept <laughs> Aquaman. Um, but I'm saying I think she can do it. The only problem mm-hmm. I'm I'm ho- more so just hoping as opposed to saying she can is because yeah she did really she was one of the highlights of Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. But look how little we got her in Batman v Superman. Yeah, I know. Which right? is we the little bit we got to do was great. I just worry because we didn't get a lot of it. So I mean I don't want to judge it on the glimpses we had, mm-hmm. but just looking at the trailers as well, combining that together, I have hope that it's going to be really good. You know what's another thing and that's kind almost, of making me a little nervous with this movie though? Yes, this is the first. Think of even Marvel or DC. Yes, this is really the first movie because Marvel hasn't done this yet. Marvel plans to mm-hmm. with one of the symbols that's right behind you on that poster. They plan to with Captain Marvel. Yes. But this will be the first superhero movie that we see where it's, well, in this timeline of superhero era movies, yeah. where we see the main protagonist and it's just her. I mean, I know that Pine's in it as um, the kind of male um, role, the male co to her star. And mm-hmm. this is the first female hero yeah that gets her own stage where it's like she's the only hero out there in this movie it's not like oh here's wonder woman with superman exactly no, it she's... is wonder woman and that is it it's not like here's black widow but then here's the rest of the avengers yeah exactly no she's this is the first time we're getting a female superhero with female her own lead. movie female, female lead. lead with her own well i was mm-hmm. gonna say with her own movie yeah Female superhero with her own movie, which means, yeah, she's the only the first female lead we're going to get mm-hmm. in either comic book universe. Yeah, because like I said, Captain Marvel's coming. Yeah, but it hasn't yet. They've done Black Widow, but they haven't done a Black Widow not movie by herself where it's just her. And it's another thing that it it doesn't scare me because, like I said, I've seen Wonder Woman already in this universe. I like the Wonder Woman that they've proposed to yeah. me. And she was the bright spot of. Batman v Superman in the darkness of Gotham. The thing that I'm worried, uh, the thing that I'm most worried about is the story. Yeah. However, I'm not worried about it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that one of the storylines for Wonder Woman? Isn't there a World War II storyline for her anyways? There is. And I know that I've heard things um, from behind the scenes of like they're changing. They're modifying the origin story. Okay. A little bit because there's, a couple different origin stories that people know, but the one that they're going with is I want to say that she's the daughter of Zeus and that she, out of all the Amazonian women, she has, because the mother says it in the trailer of she is special, but she can't know why she's special. Yeah. Because that's the scene where she blocks the the uh, sword and, and shockwaves yeah. throughout everything. The thing I worry about with the story is so far with DC movies, the story hasn't grabbed me in. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe it's because it's so fresh in my mind. I'm using that as the example. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 that we just saw, perfect story from beginning to end. Yeah. It had a great twist in it. It had character development. It had everything that you want a movie to have. So far, Batman v Superman, I didn't get that. 
Suicide Squad, I didn't really get that. No. The thing that, that's like, those two are scaring me in that point. But the thing that doesn't scare me is DC has, and we've talked about this, they've made the changes already where Jeff Johns has come in, kind of overseeing the project, making it. And the big thing that he, that they brought him in for was to make sure that the character that you see on the screen is the one that you remember from the comic book. That they are yeah. staying true to who the character really is. Which is why the other thing I get gives me hope because I don't think he got complete um, step in with this because I think he came in partially through it, didn't he? This one, and that's the thing. He came in partially through it, but they did do, they did make some changes. Yeah. They did Which do is why I reshoots. got some more hope with having him. I have more hope for mm-hmm. it. But I mean, look at like, and that's the one thing that I wonder and why I say, like, you say the three strikes, you're out, which I find it funny, the non-sports guy making the sports know, right? reference here on the podcast. I learned something once in a while. I wonder if people are going to say, if it if it isn't leading up to expectation, let's say it doesn't hit the expectation mm-hmm. that we want. Not like it doesn't, it's not like an astronomically great movie. Yeah. But let's say it doesn't hit the expectation for a solid movie where people are going in going... Eh, that could have been better. Even if that's slightly like, it was good, but it wasn't that good kind of a thing. I wonder if there might be some people that say, I'm going to give it a pass. Because Jeff Johns was like that excuse. And I know non-DC fans are probably being like, here's the DC guy coming up with another excuse. I'm not, I'm not going to get, let's give this one a pass. Jeff Johns wasn't in it the whole time. Justice League looks pretty good, right? That first trailer looked pretty good, right? I wonder <laughs> if people are going to do that. Yeah, I mean, no, it's possible. And come out with that excuse if it doesn't hit expectations. Oh, obviously people are. And for me, if it's going to be a big flop, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, I'm not. it's not that I'm not going to go see them. It's going to be the fact that what else is coming out? What do I want to see then? Obviously, we're going to go see them because we're going to probably do reviews yes. unless you feel otherwise and feel like you've been scorned by DC. Oh, no. I the will, DC universe. I oh. will go see a DC movie. Like, here's the thing. And this is my loyalty to DC. If there is a if there's a DC movie going up against a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Johnny. I will see the DC movie opening weekend and wait a week to see the Marvel movie. Only because I do not want to give that Marvel movie my money opening weekend. See, I feel very differently. Because you are on the opposite side. Exactly. You want to give it to Marvel and not DC opening weekend because you want that. Because I feel like if I go see both on opening weekend, I basically, well, no one no one wins. Because each got the same amount of money for my ticket. Yeah. That's my personal feeling. That's my thing. It. I mean, my, Marvel to me is the the my universe. So I'm going to go with the Marvel one. <laughs> so uh, if we ever get one where it's a Marvel and a DC, you'll go see the Marvel. I'll see the DC and then we'll flip and we'll do that. We'll do the review a week late because yeah. we'll have to flip flop <laughs> for the next weekend. But I, I want to have hope for this. Yeah. I do. Also do and, I. And from what I've seen, because we've seen enough, we're recording this Sunday night and the MTV Awards tonight will have our final trailer. Yes. It was one of those things recording us. I feel like we don't need to see that final trailer. No, no. Because I don't think anything in that trailer is going to sway me so far left or so so far right. I don't think like, so. Like, there's not going to be something in that trailer that goes, you know what? 
fuck it, this is going to be a bust. But I don't think there's nothing in that trailer that's going to say, oh my God, this is going to be the best movie ever. And the thing that I like that what they've done so far is kind of the same thing that Guardians did for Volume 2. Mm-hmm. We know the villain is going to be Ares, or we think. We have a strong inkling that it's going to be Ares. Yeah. But that's all we know. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything in depth about the villain for this film. And that is what I like. Give me some. Don't give me everything right away. Give me a little bit of something. Let me come in and leave something to mystery. Yes. That's what I like about this. And I like that to where it's, it's also one of those things that it kind of scares you at the same time. Because Wonder Woman isn't like my most known superhero. Yeah. Batman, it's like, oh, I don't care who the villain is. You can tell me day of, and I'll be like, boom, okay, no. every The, the data banks are going through of all the facts mm-hmm. for that villain. Wonder Woman, you could throw a villain at me, I'd be like, I might have to do some research on that guy. Yeah, unless it's Cheetah, I don't yeah, know. unless it's Cheetah. But, I mean, we haven't heard a ton no. about who the villain is, and it scares me because they kind of did that for Batman v Superman. It didn't turn out too well. No. However, <laughs> no. Jeff Johns is on the project. Jeff Johns is overseeing things now. But I want to be, I want something to mystery. And that's the only thing, watch, in this trailer, they're going to show Ares tonight, now that I said that. Right. They're basically going to show Ares, and it's going to flip me either one way or another, and I'm going to be totally wrong with what I said. But... Kind of to wrap all this up. Make sure you say that in the comments. Tell them how wrong he is. That I'm wrong. But (laughs) you you spooked me for a second, Johnny, because I looked up and you were looking at the camera. That's how you guys are watching us breaking the fourth wall. But you looked up at the camera and my first thought was, shit, did the battery die? And I looked and I was like, (laughs) no, no, it's recording. They can still see us. So you scared me a little bit there. But to wrap everything up. Yes. Can Wonder Woman, kind of final thoughts, can she save the DCEU? And what does this movie need to do in your mind to save the cinematic, or the extended universe, sorry me, for DC? Yeah, get your, get your stuff right. You're a DC sorry, guy, get your I'm stuff right. I'm getting them all tangled up. <laughs> um, I think it has potential to do it. Um, it looks like it has a great storyline. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we develop the character properly. That's my biggest thing that I'm going to hit the DC universe with character development. develop your character well and don't throw too much stuff in there that's a big one the train the train wreck of batman v superman my biggest thing on that one was not just you character too many heroes too, too not heroes just too <laughs> much stuff in there we had too many topics going on uh-huh so i mean those are my two things as long as there's not too many topics going on which it doesn't look like so far and as long as we could develop the character which again we looks like we're doing i think it's gonna at least save it enough for at least enough for people to go I want to keep seeing DC movies. Yeah. And for me it's one of those if everything comes in and we get the same the same Wonder Woman we got in BV BVS. Yes. And we get that little bit of development and it's one of those things where it stays true to the character. Yes. And that's the big thing. It's got to stay true to the character Jeff Johns overseeing it. Hashtag in Johns we trust or in Jeff Johns we trust. 
however you want to put it. Which I think is a topic we actually went over, is st- always staying true to the character. I am putting all my trust in, in Jeff, Jeff Johns to save my DC Extended Universe. And the one thing I just looked up, Johnny, yep. you want to know the other big movie, or the other movies that Wonder Woman will have to go up with that opening weekend? What? The first one is called Dean. I think that it can do pretty well. It's a separate genre altogether. I think so. A movie called Three Idiotas. And then here's the big one, though. This one might steal some money from it. Captain Underpants, the epic first movie. I mean, now now we have to see. Which one do we go see? Oh, in that case, I'll see both opening weekend. (laughs) I mean, it... I, I don't care if both give my money. Like, Wonder Woman, they'll, they'll both give my money opening weekend. <laughs> wow, that might be a three-podcast uh, oh, week. Man. That might be a three-podcast week. Captain Underpants, that might be one I want to go see, John. Oh, we might have to do that. We might have to do three podcasts. But, you know, the the week after that's the big one. The June 9th, you know, it's coming out then. We saw a trailer for it before Guardians. Yeah. The Mummy. Yeah. Whereas Dave immediately said, hashtag not my mummy. Because he wants Brandon <laughs> Fraser back. I don't know why you'd want that. I mean, he was kind of forced on us as a sex symbol, but nah, everyone forgets about that. But let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Can Wonder Woman save the DCEU and what does the movie need to do in order to do so? Let us know down below in the comment section. But Johnny, we got to move into our last topic. We're going back into Marvel. And this was... This was one where I kind of wanted to have this discussion, yes, but I didn't want to have it in the Guardians review, and the reason being is I thought we were going to go about 20 minutes on this, Yeah, and no, I didn't exactly. want our Guardians review, which is already over 50 minutes, as we already recorded that one, and I didn't want this to make it over an hour podcast. Exactly. So that's why we mentioned, if you're coming over from our Guardians review, welcome. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on our YouTube page or blogtalkradio.com backslash Rick and Johnny. And basically what we're talking about today is Adam Warlock and how he's going to fit into the MCU. Because yes. at the end of, spoilers by the way for spoilers. Guardians 2, duh, uh, at the end of Guardians 2, we see his cocoon. Yes. And the sovereign is like, Aisha, the Aisha we're going to... I will call him Adam. Yeah. And I was uh, so she, excited that oh, we get yeah. Adam Warlock. However, and I'm putting the interview down below in the description for you guys, IGN talked to James Gunn about Adam Warlock, and he basically said that he will be become a part of the... MCU. Not the, the MCU. The, he said the... Cele- like celestial, the, the, the space one. The space universe, so basically Guardians... Guardians Maybe a little bit of Thor. But it will be after, after... Infinity War. Infinity War. So this is for sure not going to be entwined with the Soul Stone, not going to be entwined with the Infinity Gauntlet, not going to be entwined with Thanos. I'll throw it to you. You'll start. You're the Marvel boy. Yeah. How is Adam Warlock going to fit into the MCU now? Um, this is going to be a hard one now because... Because um, <laughs> my... he can't fit Infinity War in Yeah, there. I mean... Now, I wanted to know if is it if, does he mean all of Infinity Wars or does mm-hmm. he mean Infinity I think he means both. Uh, Infinity, Wars, Infinity Wars Part 1. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to go with. He just means both, the Infinity Wars as a whole. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing I know we can tell from the movie is that obviously he's going to go after the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. How, what's going to happen with that? I have no idea. Um, he's being created because um, that's how the. Um, yeah. 
so the sovereign the sovereign do is mm-hmm. they create the the ones to be born yeah to and how they want them like what they want out of them and he's just the newest form he's the newest form he's like an evolution of them now so maybe i he's maybe he'll have some of his powers that he's supposed to have but i guess he's being created to take out the guardians of the galaxy because they have a big thing against them now thank you rocket yep. for stealing those batteries well, and the thing that I kind of think of is because in the comic book, he's linked to the gauntlet, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. And how are you going to link him? Are you going to link him at all to that gauntlet after Infinity War? Because the thing that will be interesting is what, and it all depends on what happens to the Infinity Gauntlet after Infinity War. Yes. Because what could happen. Is it could be a destroyed, which if it is, okay, they're going to fit them in a different way. But if it's not, let's say it goes back to Asgard where we first saw it. Yeah. Or the Guardians have it. Adam Warlock will need to go get his gauntlet because that is what he is in the comics is associated with is the gauntlet. Yeah, that's one of the big things with him. And you know what? I think the smartest thing out of what the of what the Avengers mm-hmm. and the Guardians and everyone can do in the winning side with with of with a winning side of the Infinity Wars yeah. is to split up the gauntlet again. Split up the Infinity Stones mm-hmm. like they did before. So then like they did like they had uh, the the gauntlet is somewhere else and all these stones the stones are with different people. Yes, exactly. I think that would be the best way they can do it as a safety precaution mm-hmm. thing if they don't destroy it. And maybe that will lead to him getting a soul, his soul gem still. If not, maybe it's he finds out about the Infinity Gauntlet and he's like to like the maybe part of the storyline is to defeat what I've been bre- mm-hmm. what I've been made for to defeat honest, the Guardians. He's going to go I, after the Guardians at first because that's what the Sovereign will want him to do. And that's what he's being bred for. That's what mm-hmm. he's going to. That's all he's going to know. So he's actually at least going to go after them first. And maybe at some point he's like, I'm going to get. One of the Infinity Stones, maybe it doesn't have to be the Soul Gem in this case. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, I need, I get this stone, I'm going to use this to take out the Guardians. And somewhere along the lines, it's like, hey, he learns that the Sovereign weren't correct. They just did it because of this. And they're a little too harsh. Hey, Guardians are actually doing really good things for the universe. And obviously the storyline changes from there. Because and Warlock can take one of two ways. He mm-hmm. can either be a good guy. Or a or bad, guy. bad guy. And, I mean, that's the flip of the coin in the comic books, even. Mm-hmm. He's either a good guy or a bad guy. So, who knows which one we're going to get. I'm hoping and I'm thinking it's going to be the good guy version. It's going to mm-hmm. be, like many of them, misunderstanding. Oh, wait, we're, t- we're on the same team. Or I should be on this team type thing. Unless, and I'm kind of yes. thinking, let me throw this out to you. Okay. Because the Guardians... I don't think it's going to be the same Guardian duo over and over and over. Yeah, that's true. What if we get after Guardians 3? Because the big thing that I'm kind of thinking about is after Infinity Wars, Mm -hmm. are you going to want to keep using, at that point, it'd be a crutch to keep going to the Infinity Gauntlet as your main source of evil. Obviously, in Phase 4, they're going to find, after Thanos is defeated, they're going to find a different big threat. Oh, they are. To kind of impede the um, MCU, even if it goes on that far. Because mm-hmm. eventually, you got to think, and it's funny that I bring this up, because back in the day, 
Mark would always say, Mark from MVP would be like, well, when is this superhero movie trend going to die? And so far it hasn't. No. Mainly because of Marvel. Yeah. Marvel's no, they've been, been kicking carrying things it out. and kind of tying everything together nicely. What if in a future Guardians movie after three, it becomes the kind of, they change up the lineup. Yeah. And it's instead of like Gamora, Drax, and Groot, we see more of an Adam Warlock, Star-Lord, Rocket. We get Nova from the Nova Corps. We actually get him into the MCU. Yeah. And we see a different Guardians lineup. That's very... They, we get a, a potential with that, too. I mean, something could happen during the Infinity Wars where we need that mm-hmm. new lineup. Um, I mean, they're going to... Either way, I feel like Adam Warlock's still going to go after whatever Guardians of the Galaxy are out there. Yeah. Because now the name is out there. There's at least going to probably be one original member in the mm-hmm. group. And they're still going to just go after them for Guardians are... To the Sovereign, the Guardians are no good. The Guardians need to go. Yeah. And that's what Adam Warlock is going to grow up. Mm-hmm. knowing they'll grow up yeah Cause, so because i just wonder are they going to change are they going to change the lineup a little bit they may i i that one i couldn't say just because i mean we have right now a ke- group with chemistry that works mm-hmm. um to change that takes a little bit and i mean you're not going to change the whole group you may change the maximum of three characters because you want to keep a lot of, like, you want to have that one anchor for the group. Because, I mean, the thing that, and I'm obviously looking at, there's obviously different, there's really different lineups that you could go with. And we saw a kind of homage to yeah. the original team of Starhawk. We had um, Yandu was even in that original team, but Yandu, we saw the little breakup. Yeah. We saw Mertenax. We saw Charlie 27. Basically, the people that Stallone was with. Yeah. That the, was the original. The to the group. That was the original team for, or in the comics, the Earth 691 mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy team. I wonder if they'll change things up to where, like, I know, like, the modern team is, like, Drax, Gamora, Rocket, Groot, Star-Lord, Adam Warlock eventually is in there. Yeah. But, like, you look at, like, the Marvel Now team. You get people like Angela, a character that people have talked about in relation to Thor. Are we going to see her? Yeah. Agent Venom. We are going to get a Venom movie. Do they try to tie that in? Now, does Sony be like, hey, you know, we gave you Spider-Man. We got a Venom. Venom's doing great. Here, we'll sell you the rights to Venom so you can do an Agent Venom. You can have him True. in your movies. Captain Marvel, she is going to be in the And MCU. we're supposed to get a Captain Marvel movie. Are we going to get that to where eventually we kind of make things and they go over to where the team changes? It's not like a direct... Because the thing that Marvel has done greatly yeah. is they have said, we are not afraid to change things up from the comics. We are not chained... To what has happened in the comics. Exactly. What if they change it up and go, hey, you know what? Instead of the team we've got now, we're going to go with a team of Star-Lord, Captain Marvel, Agent Venom, and Adam Warlock. Very much could. With, yeah, Rocket, that's not a... with Rocket without Groot. Yeah, I mean, that's very possible, too. They could go mm-hmm. and do that because it's they're not tied down to the specific comics. Yes. As we see in many of them, yeah, they take... Um, source material from there, but they take mm-hmm. liberties too. But I, I'm just glad they take the right liberties mm-hmm. and don't change everything. 
Yeah, and like you said, I don't think we've answered this question, but I'm throw it out again. Yes. You made the point of what path is like we're making the assumption that Adam Warlock starts off villainous against the Guardians and then comes around. What if that doesn't happen? It's very possible. What if he stays on his own and eventually like it's he's always against Guardians because that is what he is bred for off the start with what's happened in the Sovereign because the thing that they've brought up in the MCU, and I think you brought it up in the Guardians review that we did. Yes, probably, I think so. The MCU is no longer, okay, this movie happened, then it's the next movie, then it's the next it's movie. It's no longer chronological. This Guardians movie happened two months after the first one. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, this one is actually set in the past, where mm-hmm. I think Thor is going to be happening during Civil War, where I think we're sticking yeah. with that kind of premise. Mm-hmm. But that's the one thing I want to throw out to you. I was reading some of the, um, catching up with some more Adam Warlock, Mm-hmm. And I was reading through his bio, his character bio, yeah. and he is created. Um, the original one, he's created on scientists from Earth called the Enclave. Yeah. And he act- before he flies into space, he goes up against Thor. So maybe we'll have a Thor conflict in there. Like you said, we could. Yeah. That. Like, I think what Adam Warlock will be. Because he is part of now. He's starting to like reach into the space part of it, which he was initially, but he's starting to reach more into there now like he should, If, in my opinion. What if he becomes the big baddie of phase four? Very much so. Is, is, does he have enough? Does he have enough oomph like Thanos yeah. to be the big baddie for phase four after Thanos is defeated? Here's what I'm going to say. He has potential to be, but I feel like then if that's the case, we don't we don't destroy the infinity gauntlet. gauntlet because that's the thing. Oh, I don't think the gauntlet's getting destroyed. I don't think so either. I don't think it is. But I think the problem would be is that I, I don't think it's like I don't I wouldn't consider it a crutch then because mm-hmm. it is like an all powerful weapon. Mm-hmm. I mean the the whole problem is kind of like in I'm going to reference this Dragon Ball Z, you have to yeah. get them all together for the thing to work properly. Yeah, and I mean the thing I'm kind of thinking through my head is Okay, James Gunn in the interview that I put down below in the description, mm-hmm. he mentioned cosmic side of it. Yeah. I immediately thought to myself, well, Ricky, how can he be the big baddie if he's on the cosmic side? Because it's going to be hard to draw in the Iron Man's, the Captain America's, the well, Hulk. They kind of did that where he's Planet Hulk. with Thor in that, but that's because of the Planet Hulk. Like drawing in the earth heroes mm-hmm. to a cosmic vi- I mean I get Thanos is cosmic but would they ever draw Adam Warlock and link him in to that I think they could I mean if we need a new big baddie mm-hmm. um, that's one route we can go is making him the villainous mm-hmm. one as opposed to the good Adam Warlock because there's ones where he is villainous or like the rebirthing and stuff like yeah. that there, there's that potential. I mean, on the other side, we can find a new ba- big baddie. I don't know what they would go exactly because, like, uh, in, in the cosmic version of it, mm-hmm. we can't use Galactus right now because he's owned by he's an X Men. He, yeah, he's part of yeah. that that uh, group. He's owned by Fox. Yeah. So I mean, we have to find some sort of we have to find some sort of big villain. Mm-hmm. I mean, and let's not forget some of these villains that we had before to make some little tie over movies mm-hmm. can come back. I. Would say that like we still could p- potentially have Red Skull, maybe, maybe um, even a uh, Cosmic Skull. Not Cosmic Skull, but um, I'm trying to think of. I know Sony and um, 
Marvel have worked together so far for Spider-Man. What if they Sony try to Fox. do it to where if it's, okay, let's bring Venom, let's bring Carnage into it. I know those aren't probably as big as Red Skull or anything, but the big one, the, the thing is, Red Skull would probably be the biggest because, yeah. like, I'm looking right now at a list of 100 Marvel heroes just taking their top 10, and this is debatable, but I'm just using this as an experiment. Number 10, Kingpin. No. Mm-mm. He already used him. He's not big enough. Apocalypse could work. I just don't see Fox saying with everything they're doing, they can't, they're not going to reboot anything to give the MCU I don't, Yeah, I don't think they're going to give them to you that. Number eight, Thanos. Oh, we already we got have him. done that. We have him. Seven, Ultron. Ultron could come back. Yeah, potentially. Could come back. I don't think they'd go there. Could be Six, inside the Mind Stone, maybe not. Galactus. Owned by Fox again. Kind of the same thing. Well, the thing is with Galactus, and this is the thing I don't know for sure. Yeah. Is he owned by the company that owns the X-Men or the ones that own the Fantastic Four? Same company. Is both it, of them, both, both of them are Fox. Fox. Okay. Um, the thing with that, I couldn't remember sure. if uh, the Fantastic Four was 20th century. I think it is 20th, 20th century. Because that's the big thing. If they are... That could be one, and I'm looking right now. It is 20th Century Fox. Okay, 20th Century Fox yes. is the ones that owns um, the Fantastic Four, so it's kind of similar. I mean, they and could that, try and do a Spider-Man thing. Was mm-hmm. hey, we need we we want to use Galactus. Yeah, we'll give you this amount, like like we're doing with Sony for mm-hmm. Spider-Man in order to use him. Because what they we, could try it. I don't yeah. think it works. Well, the thing is, how much is Fox using Galactus right yeah. now? Not at all. Exactly. Um, but Loki already used him. Red Skull could come back. Exactly. And then the final three, Norman Osborn, I don't think I don't that see they him. would go there. And then Magneto and Doctor Doom. Yeah. Yeah, those ones not so much because, mm-hmm. again, Doctor Doom is Fox and Magneto is Fox. Yeah. Unless they tried to go with like a, um, if they try, ooh, what if they brought Dormammu back? They could do Dormammu. Because we, that was one that they kind of have teased that he could be coming back because uh, Doctor Strange never really killed him. Yeah, and we can actually start expanding on not just the mm-hmm. universe, but the dimensional changes mm-hmm. that Doctor Strange hit. I mean, um, they mentioned Leader from the first Hulk. That's true. I mean, he was in that one. But um, what I read is they don't want to do a, a, a specific Hulk movie. Which, sure. Well, so. I'm talking about like just bringing that, bringing that in. MODOK. Yeah, that's true. MODOK. They could we bring, do have AIM, so maybe we'll get a MODOK. I mean, I'm trying to just look through this list. Mr. Sinister, but that's more of a Fox That's thing. a Fox one. I don't know if Fox would, again, all these, like, all these... Just owning different rights for stuff. I don't know. I'm looking at the rest of these, and I don't even think Honestly, any of these would happen. The Grandmaster, we already have him. And, yeah, the rest of these, I'm kind of looking at it like, no, I don't see this happening. Yeah, I mean, we if we want to do a big baddie thing, which I guess if you want to, like, retie in the whole mm-hmm. universe again, because this is what we're going to get with Infinity Wars, is a huge tie-in of everything. Um, it's probably going to be one of the biggest superhero movies out there just because we have two separate groups mm-hmm. coming together it's 
Maybe not going to be exactly like when we first got the Avengers together, but I feel like it's going to have some of that feeling again with such a big group. So you're saying go off kind of on their own? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if we're going to, like, are we going to, like, after Infinity Wars Part 1, Infinity Wars Part Mm 2, are we going to want to have the conglomerate of two groups making one really big group of, like, 11 to 12 people? So you're saying go off. Right away? Go off on their own, and then after we have them off like we did at the beginning of this whole process, Yeah. then bring something big back into it. Yeah, I think that'd be, because I mean, I, I, like I, I'm going to ask you again, mm-hmm. do you want, would you want, let's say we just defeat Thanos, and are you going to want them to, hey, let's do some side stories again, or are you going to say, oh, hey, here's the next big baddie? Tease it. I want you to tease it. Okay, I can understand the, that. What I want after Infinity Wars is I want the after credit scene to tease what the next big one is kind of in the same vein as Thanos turns around and smiles. No, I can, that kind of, I can agree with that actually. Uh, So it's one of those, like, we don't know when it's going to happen, but this is coming. Yeah. No, I can can see that. I would want to tease too, at least some idea of, Hey, what's going to happen next? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like that's what I would want. Or even if it's like the watcher, Talking to like an Iron Man, talking to like the Avengers, something to tease what the next plan is. Yeah, what the next step of everything's going to be. Mm-hmm. And it's it's open. It's open book after that. After I mean, Infinity Wars, they could go in a numerous amount of directions. Maybe the Walker, the, the Walker, the, the Watcher, Watcher talks to like Iron Man or someone from mm-hmm. the Earth group and says, "There's way more out there than what you know." And then they try to bring in the cosmic. Bring universe. the bring like or bring them out to the cosmic universe because there are some things where they do go into space. Iron Man has a spacesuit. Yeah, maybe so, he gets a space. He starts making the spacesuit in the MCU. Yeah, and the thing is, we don't know what. No, the, I'm saying he had it. Um, the Gemini one. Mm-hmm. Um, in Iron, maybe he'll rebuild it because okay. in Iron Man three, there was the space one, mm-hmm. and we don't even know what's going to happen with the. Captain Marvel. Maybe something happens there that changes it a different way. But to end this and kind of put a kibosh on it, Adam Warlock, final thoughts. How do you think they're going to fit him in to the MCU? Uh, I'm just going to say the same thing I said before. He's going to start off kind of the villain in some senses. And I think we're going to get that generic thing of, hey, you know, since he was a good guy, Mm -hmm. he's going to become like flip it back around and say, you know what? wow, this actually isn't right since he is the evolution of the Sovereign. He's going to have a different way of thinking eventually, kind of Mm -hmm. like Vision. He didn't, like, right away you thought, like, or you didn't think this, but it's like it's Ultron's baby. Is he going to be good? And then he flips. This was a lot quicker for him. He's kind of, you're saying Adam Warlock is going to be influenced by the Sovereign, then start to learn, wait, these guys are good. Why are we... Why am yeah, I it's gonna be like a them? like that five, mm-hmm. the two minutes that Vision went from is he a villain to oh he's yeah, on our side. But this will be it's more gonna be stretched out minutes. in a movie. Yeah, yeah, and I can kind of see that to where I think right away he's got to be the baddie because he's got to be influenced by the sovereign, by the sovereign who have created him. So that's kind of our thoughts, our big ones on Adam Warlock. This is where you guys let us know down below what you guys think. Also check out the interview. Um, with James Gunn, talked about Adam Warlock. That's down below in the description. want to thank you guys for either watching on YouTube or listening on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can follow myself at Ricky Widmer. 
Johnny is at War Machine 9085. And Johnny, why should they follow you? For the adventures with Groot. Um, I go everywhere with baby Groot now. And come on, check out those pictures. You know you want to see them. You just got to see what, what Rocket Johnny over here is doing. That's kind of a reference in its own. Rocket Johnny over with <laughs> baby Groot and what they are doing. Also, check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. If you like the podcast, want to support us in a different way, go check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. Want to thank you guys for watching and listening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.